Welcome to episode 40, number 40 of Duck Size Horses. It's been a long while coming, but here we are. We're back. We're back, Higgins. We are back. We're we're in Duck Size Horses headquarters. We are. DHS HQ. Yes, I've missed missed those letters. I've missed it. The big 40, the big 40, life starts at 40. So they say, so they say. Uh, and here we are, ready to give it, it's almost like a, we, we said briefly in, in pre-production. <laughs> yeah, we got very posh since this is, uh This is almost like episode two, or no, episode two, series two. It is, starting. Yeah. It's like a new series, we're, we're doing some slightly different things. So thank, thanks for, for hanging on, uh, and it's a pleasure to be back. It's lovely to be back. And we've got some new exciting things on the way, which we're gonna find out about in due course. Some new, some new ways of getting in touch with us. Some new competitions. Um, some new ways to, to hear from you at home. Yes. And some new exciting, uh, fun things for you to get involved with. Absolutely. Um, but first things first. How are you, Nathan? I'm you okay? very well, thank you, sir. I'm uh, a bit tired. Nearly the end of term. Very ready. I'm sure all teachers and people that work in schools and in any job probably are ready for a break so yeah. i'm definitely ready for a break how are you sir very very much the same so we, we're recording this in the, the in the summer we are yes um, yeah just just before the school holidays yes a um, couple of days it's a lovely lovely sunny day outside it's glorious um just had a solero each we have yes solero um, and now we've got a cup of tea. We're so, we've, had, we've had some rose lemonade as well. Some rose lemonade, Fentiman's still, still going strong as our unofficial sponsor. Yes, nice um, to have it, nice to have it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll be around for the, uh, the book launch, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they will, the book launch, the live show, <laughs> everything that's coming up, I'm sure they'll be on board with. Yeah, Fentiman's, keep keep your ears out, we, we're going to be in touch to get, <laughs> yeah. uh, get our... 100 foot banner printed from you guys as soon as possible. Endless uh, rose lemonades as well. <laughs> so, yeah, well, welcome back. I'm glad you're, you're doing well. We've got yes. a couple of thank yous as well. We do. We have a lot of thank yous. So, firstly, as Higgins sort of said at the, the beginning, just thank you for, for being so patient and waiting for us. Um, it's been difficult to know when to do this, hasn't it, Higgins? And we wanted to make sure that we're safe, so we're still socially distancing. And just, I mean, we're both. Are we, am I right in thinking you're you're double vaccinated, or you've certainly had some double jabbed? And double ready. jab, that's the one. Yeah, double jab and ready. We're both double jabbed, so I know that doesn't make you kind of immune, but we're, we're we've taken the sort of safety precautions necessary, which explains why there's been a bit of a delay. So thank you for that. Thank you to sort of in the interim period between the two series, as we're now calling it. Um, there have been so many people that have said just some lovely things got in touch gone back and listened to old episodes um a few people at work have started listening from the very beginning and trying to sort of catch up to, to the, i was gonna say the modern day but the current episode um so just a big thank you to eloise to jamie and to alan for becoming sort of new members and and listening to all of our wafflings from episode one up to now <laughs> um, thank you for being on board and a massive thank you to jake and lydia who sent posted us uh, a book full of would you rather questions and they are fantastic got a lot of those coming your way um, yeah so um, you you've got some assigned rubber duck each on your way to you um and that will go into the spreadsheet of wonder won't it those questions yes which is uh yeah it's, it's exciting it's it's amazing to have people part of the the collective of duck and horses did we say once what the 
collective noun for a group of ducks. I don't know if we ever... We, we looked or at it, didn't we? On, horses was, it, were was it waterfowl.com or something like that? Those were the types of ducks. That, yeah, that was... I don't know what the collective term was, but... We'll circle back to it. But we'll come back to it. But yeah, well, welcome. Welcome to the group. Welcome aboard all of those people mentioned. Um, what else? What other new things have we... Oh, wait, we've got merchandise to some extent. We have. We're, we're wearing currently them right wearing now. now. And there'll be pictures on our socials of us wearing them. Yes. Um, flat caps and peak caps and hoodies and all sorts. It's very um, exciting. None available for anyone yeah, else. Just, <laughs> just for us. I don't really know why I brought it up. But still, <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're sporting... We're sporting a new kit for the new season, shall we say. There can only be a certain amount of uh, trendy people in the world. Yeah, if people are genuinely sort of awestruck and want it, we can sort it out, can't we? But If everybody was trendy, no one would be a trendsetter. Exactly, and we certainly aren't currently wearing the garments (laughs) we've got on, but still, that's the last new thing from me. That's the last Um, new thing for me. So I guess, actually, no, hold on, Higgins, because we're doing something slightly differently, aren't we? We are. Normally, this is the bit where I would say what the scores are, but we're now having a mystery guest tell us the scores. And you can find all about how to become a mystery guest. You can. Who's going to tell us the scores. Yes. In this little bit now, where we say hello to our mystery guest, and he's going to give us a reminder of the scores. Let's hand over to him now. from Star Radio in Cambridge, and I'm here to remind you of the scores. It's 22 points to Nathan and 18 points to Jack. Nice. I didn't expect that score. I've got to be honest. No, no. I it's, think it's the, uh, almost like we've. Uh, it's almost we've like forgotten. we've forgotten. Yeah, the maths is wrong because I'm sure I was winning. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's part of the new and the, the, the new look duck-sized horses. The mystery guest will be back at the end as well yes. to to tell us the scores again, uh, and you can find out at the end how you can become the mystery guest, yes. and in doing so, earn one of the coveted prizes of a signed. Rubber Duck, signed yes. by me. And me. And they are actually, hold the front page, Higgins, they're running out. Ooh. We are running out. I think we're down to our last two. So we've got enough for this this episode's yep. competition and the next one. Yeah. And then another load will be... Then we'll have to ordered. reinvest. We're going to have to... Might might see what, what alternative Alter- ducks yeah, we, did we look, can get. We did look at some ducks. We looked at horses, didn't we, at one point as well, but... I think it was only a six-foot rubber horse, if I remember rightly. Yeah, rubber, rubber horses spring up a lot of weird they results do, when yeah. you look for them. And I don't really want to sign them either, I've no. got to be honest. But yeah, so they're, they're becoming almost limited edition now, the competition prices, <laughs> so there's a bit of an incentive. But yeah, I think that's everything from me, mate. That's everything from me. So Perfect. Let's, let's jump into it. Let's jump back to the, the matter in hand, which yes. is answering silly questions you've hopefully always wanted answered so the question for episode 40 nathan is yes would you rather be stranded on a desert island or lost in space that was the wrong time to take a sip of tea um (laughs) i've gone it's a good question um because obviously there's elements of peril to both both points um i've picked a desert island though higgins i think i'd rather be stranded on a desert island. 
Why why a desert island? Well, I think the kind of it's a little bit of the lesser of two evils, I suppose. Um, and also, I think there's more potential to save yourself if you're stranded on a desert island. You've got more kind of scope for getting back and like returning home because I feel like if you're lost in space, that could, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Your chances of returning are pretty slim, if not space impossible. Is quite big. So I've heard. I've never I've never been, <laughs> but yeah. So that was kind of that's my main thinking. Really, is kind of on a desert island. Yes, you're dealing with searing heat, but I feel like you can adapt quite quickly, and in time, kind of get used to it almost even if you know you're stranded and, and obviously food and supplies and shelter and stuff would be would be paramount but in space you've got to also consider you'd be losing oxygen wouldn't you and such mm-hmm. if my science is correct well let's uh let's circle back how how did you come to get stuck on an island well wouldn't you like to know wouldn't i like to know um i guess I, how do you get i suppose it's mainly sort of shipwrecks isn't it that traditionally Shipwrecks, plane crashes. Yeah, or filming with Bear grills. That yeah. I suppose that's another way to get stranded. But then that's not properly it, stranded, is excursions it? Excursions gone awry. Maybe maybe it's not that much of it. Maybe it's not a deserted desert no. island. Maybe it's just a, a tropical island and you, you forgot just, you missed the ferry. You're on the wrong side. It's like when <laughs> yeah. you go to uh, St. Michael's Mount in St. Ives <laughs> and the tide comes in and you can't cross the causeway so to get back. Yeah, so it's sort of like a self-induced stranding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I guess it would be one of those ways that we've said... Oh, let's go for the classic then. Let's okay. say let's say it's a uh, a big big waves yeah. washed over your boat, yeah, uh, and uh, in a storm yeah. or or whatever, and you've been washed ashore. Right. You're all right. You're you've got some bits around you. What okay. what do you do first? Um, right then. Well, first priority, as I say, would probably be shelter. So I'd be looking for bits of wood or things to turn into some kind of shelter. What what sort of shelves are we speaking? Well, I mean, nothing fancy, Higgins. I'm not going like three tiers or anything. <laughs> Just kind of like, very much like, are you familiar with Eeyore's house in Winnie the Pooh? Yes. It's nothing, you know, not classy, but... Yeah, aren't they called like a bivy? I don't I don't know the technical terms, to be fair. I'm pretty sure like a little shelter made of sticks. Is it's a, called a bivy, is it? A bivy. Okay. Maybe. Well, I would, yeah, I would attempt some kind of bivvy then, I suppose. If, uh, if I've got that wrong, please, please write in. <laughs> yeah, let, please let me know. If you're a bivvy expert and Higgins has misjudged it, get Actually. in touch with us. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that would be my, and I suppose also um, you'd want to pretty quickly sort out your water supply because obviously seawater is very salty. So get that, some kind of filtration system. Now, here's my, here's my survival technique. Here we go. I I'm pretty sure I came up with or heard this little this nugget of information. I haven't verified it myself. It always makes this, me feel a bit scared when you say that. <laughs> this is a this is a classic thing you find out uh when you're a teenager in school and you tell everybody and <laughs> yeah. you're convinced that this is the the God's honest truth of You are uh, well everything. known for that, Higgins, to be fair. <laughs> I do you are do very that. well known. <laughs> so some people would say I'm knowledgeable, other people would would say I'm talking out my uh my backside. Well, I would but... say that genuinely there is a family phrase that we had for <laughs> and we have for had for a number of years and probably still maintain that a fact would be told to us and one of the family would say, Did Higgins say that? <laughs> well, very much like the Pied Piper of <laughs> So here of we go. So go on, mate. Here's another one. Another one for the list. If you're ever stranded on a desert island and yeah. you've got no water to drink, after so long of not drinking, your, your body would be 
super, super dehydrated. I can see where this is going. So if you wade out into the sea, yeah. so you can't drink seawater. No, you can't, not make, straight um, up. Anyway, it'll make, yeah. you, make you very ill. Your bum, however. There it is. <laughs> that is exactly where I thought this was going. <laughs> Your bum will do the drinking for you. That is one of the most horrific images I think I've ever had. <laughs> And because it's going in the, 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 the other way, it's not going through all your vital organs and so it's it's not um <laughs> it's not doing the damage that no, it's not. horrendously salty water would do. It's no. obviously not ideal. Well it's not how I prefer it's not my like preference for drinking. No. Where's that tea going, Higgins? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you verified that seawater trick? I haven't. I've never been that thirsty, thankfully. <laughs> no. Oh dear. Yeah, I so certainly, there, there that, you go. That wouldn't be my style. Hey, who knows? I, I may have saved somebody's life today. Absolutely. Yeah, if from, you've ever if you've if you've ever done that, write in. Yeah. We'd be thrilled to If you're on an island, the last few moments uh before you get super thirsty and the last few moments of, of battery life on your phone. Yeah. But you're not using to <laughs> to <laughs> signal for help. You're using yeah. to download our podcast. Yeah. You're sitting on a desert island pouring seawater into, in into sea your backside. Let, let your bum have a drink. How? How? That? I mean, that raises so many questions. How on earth did they find that out? Or cons- what were they like? The see, train if, of thought, Higgins, terrifies see, me there. The thing is, it was so long ago, I've forgotten who told me. It, that's almost irrelevant. It about. It's just that I want to know the thought process of a person that thinks for, in terms of, yeah. I think you'd, you'd give it a go. You'd try anything. I really wouldn't, mate. Although I think the actual genuine survival thing is to try and like make the water evaporate and that's try and drink. What, yeah, from that's that. what I, that would be. I'd be more comfortable with trying to boil it off somehow. But then obviously you'd need a fire and mm-hmm. a receptacle to put the water in. So back back to so, the yeah, island. Away then. from pouring so, liquid into yeah, your bum. Obviously, um, uh, drinking. Yeah, so drinking would be the first high thing. on the priority list. And trying to find some kind of food source. Mm-hmm. Um, what what food do you reckon there'd be? I suppose it depends on the kind of the island you've landed on, the sort of what's already there, is there sort of like tropical vegetation fruit. and stuff? Yeah, yeah, or is it literally just sand, rocks, and would you would you try your hand at hunting? Maybe try and catch some fish. Yeah, yeah, I could. I mean, I'm not the best. I'm not the best fisherman. Is that's the right phrase, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I um I went sea fishing once with the school. I don't know if you did it when we were at Hannam. I did not. We were not together, but um for a year, I think it was year seven camp, and we went um sea fishing for mackerel. Uh, on this little boat, and everyone was casting. See, I know all the all the words. Casting off and reeling in sort of four or five, like, loads of fish on the line. And me and my friend had been doing it for about half an hour, and we were like, well, this is rubbish, because we're, like, in exactly the same spot as everyone else, and we're not we're not catching any fish. And then, then we leaned over the boat, and we'd hooked our line into the <laughs> side of the boat. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe fishing... I'd have to give fishing a go, but I don't fancy my chances... At catching this stuff, um, but then there'd be like there might be seaweed and seaweed you can eat seaweed, you can eat can't seaweed, you? seaweed so, yeah. yeah, there'd be there'd be, and I suppose there, there might be insects. And although it's not sort of commonly done, it's people are leaning towards that a little bit more, aren't they? That we yeah. might have to start eating insects if you're stranded. Then uh, and yeah, you'd you'd make a go for you it. Got eat of what you got eat. There's a, a a cool documentary where people had to eat insects uh, in this village um, because food was so scarce where yeah. they lived um and it was really funny they they have a swarm of flies that come pretty much same time every year 
and the villagers are running around swiping at these flies uh, with their frying pans. And all the flies would stick to them, and then they scrape them all off and make them into burgers and, and cook them up. No, well, it doesn't appeal, but I suppose if you're desperate, yeah. and I'm, I'm guessing with it being a desert island, there'd of course be the kind of complimentary coconut tree. Of course, that's yeah. a, That's a given, isn't it? So um, the, monkey butler. Uh, yeah, monkey butler, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> those things, would I'd just be expecting those. So I'm sure he'd sort me out with some kind of yeah. tropical-based fruit or, is, or uh, something. Is it another little Bear girl survival technique? Can oh, you, God. You can use the flesh of a coconut as sun sun cream. Can you? Mm-hmm. See, I'm more on board with that because it doesn't involve putting it anywhere I wouldn't dream of putting it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's not a bad idea. And I feel like the reason I didn't go for space is because even if you get um, sort of stranded on a desert island, there is a chance of you being in line with some kind of shipping lane or someone might at some point come past Would and you... see you try and escape the island or would you try and just make make the best of it while you're there i think i think maybe a bit of both in honesty so i might do like a kind of scouting mission to see what's around and then if it's obvious that you know it's open water for miles upon miles i'd go back and try and make the best of it but if if i come out and it's like oh hang on there's a bit of land over there Mm -hmm. I'd, i'd go for that and and try and get away. I think staying put on land is probably more sensible. Islands don't typically move. No, you're, you're quite right, yeah. And people will know where an island is. And if you've been lost, they'll, exactly. they'll, you know, they've got a good sort of rough area. Yeah. Whereas if you're on a raft, that kind of makes that area of search that's a little bit true. smaller. Also, that's a reason why I didn't go for space. Because I think like even if you're stuck on an island, yes, you might have to wait a week, two weeks, a month. In that time, you can be kind of habitizing it is that the right word you know what i mean sort of living on there and getting used to it whereas in space even if they manage to spot you on a like an extreme telescope or something and they're like oh there's higgins floating around he's <laughs> lost we'll send a party to get him it'll take five years they may not make it you know it's not going to instill hope in you is it to kind of think i will get rescued it's not no whereas at least i might think after I'd hope, <laughs> I'm not the most popular person, but I'd hope after a while someone might go, hang on, Nathan's not shown up for work <laughs> and might start looking for me. Whereas if I'm in space, I can't help thinking <laughs> it's unlikely people are going to notice that I'm not there. So here's a classic question, then. Yeah. You get to have one luxury item. Oh, God, don't do this to me, Higgins. What uh, you get stranded with? What what's it gonna have? It's not it's not gonna a luxury be a, item. It's not gonna be like a desert island discs okay. kind of thing. But yeah, it's Lionel Richie's Hello album. No, um, <laughs> one luxury item. Yes. Anything. Any anything. luxury item. Anything. It, well. In that case, boat. I'm coming home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so not a boat. Not a boat because that spoils it. Nothing. But, nothing okay. that uh, could uh, aid. The means of rescue okay. or escape. Okay. Um, oh, in that, am I allowed? Like, is it called a, is it called a flint that starts that you can kind of spark a fire from? Yeah. Can I can you, I have that, or would that be used? Could that be kind of used as a rescue? Because the fire might be seen. Would that? Am I bending the rules? Yeah, too you, much you, there? you could have that. I I'd say you could probably f- start a fire on your own. So you, I'll, I'll let you have another free pass. A free pass. Okay. So it's got flint. something you'd enjoy for. So not for. Okay, okay. Work or business Not pleasure. Not work or business. <laughs> wait, wait, yes. <laughs> Purely for fun. Purely for fun. Purely recreational. Um, oh, 
oh, that's really difficult because my natural inclination is to say Nesquik because I do love that stuff. And then, but part of me was thinking like an iPod or something, but obviously charging becomes an issue. You could have a little solar panel one. Yeah, maybe like a, or, but then a notebook because you can write ideas of how to escape down or write a, a diary of your time on the island and sell it for some pounds when you come back. That's not a bad shout. If you escape. Um, or, yeah, maybe a luxury item. No, that would help me escape. I was going to say a book of like Treasure Island or escaping, how to escape a desert island. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, okay, I'll go. If I can have a solar powered one, I'd go my iPod, I think, because I quite like, I find listening to music calms me down a bit. And and I think if you if you can listen to your favourite songs or whatever, you'll kind of take to it a bit more. Nice. While you're waiting to hopefully be rescued. Grand choice. Yeah. I think that's all my reasons, to be honest, mate. Nice. Yeah, I think I've... Well, well argued. I think, I've, I've, I think I'm done. What would you do, you sir? It, you sold it to me like a holiday. I... <laughs> I've gone the other way. Have you? You've gone space? I've gone space. I'm surprised. I'm really interested to no, hear Now, you've why. made a very, very good... Good, solid few arguments there. Uh, but... Allow me these ones. You, if you're in space, yes, I've always wanted to go to space. I think it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, if you're in space, everybody knows you're there. Oh, that's a good there's, point. There's no way of um, uh, getting into space without a whole team of people. That is true. Whereas getting washed up on a desert island, you could quite easily do that on your own. Yes. Uh, you wouldn't have to tell like a that many people where you were going no you could just get in a boat and just decide to have a bit of a jolly and just disappear yeah but if you need to go to space i mean people yeah the booking process alone yeah it's quite it's quite <laughs> lengthy isn't it yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but being lost in space right is yeah. a slight is where it gets kind of tricky because if you're if you're lost presumably everybody on the ground doesn't know where you are as well I suppose, yeah, I mean, it's a quite difficult, like, it's but, the meaning of lost, isn't it, in a way? Is it, are you c- kind of completely lost, no one realises that you're missing? Or is it a case of, like, the space shuttle's going along and you've fallen out and they can't get back to you and then you're lost? It's mm-hmm. kind of what, what kind of lost would you like, Higgins? <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to save it. I've gone up into space. Yeah. Do do my business, whatever, whatever, business. <laughs> whatever I'm there to do. Yeah, hang them up. I'm out having a drink, um, <laughs> as you often do. And um, I've taken a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So Fire no, no one, on the, no one on the ground knows where I am. I'm not okay. sure where I am. All around me is just just stars, yeah, and space and stuff. Are you in your space gear at the time you go missing, or that you're lost? So are you fully kitted out and then lost, or are you? Yeah, let's say fully kitted out, but lost like lost as in as you would be in a car on yeah. Earth. So yeah. you you you've got all your bits with you. You're you're safe inside. Okay, but you're just not where you yeah, want to be. There's no map. There's no like no. All, all around you is just. There's no service station coming up, so you don't know where you are. No, yeah. you could okay. go in that direction, but is that direction up or down, or is that yeah, left or right or or whatever? Yeah, you're... there's no like point of interest to. So I I'd go for that. Um, uh, on the basis that you could be like your own sort of planetary explorer. Nice. You, if you go in any direction, I mean, space is pretty huge. It is. You're right. It is pretty um, huge. 
but eventually you'll get to something. Yeah, you'd hope. There's you'd always hope. there's always like little, even like a star is like a little marker of somewhere where to go. If you head in the direction of like a yeah. star, you'll get there eventually. Let's say for, for all intents and purposes, the, the method of travel is like faster than the speed of light, so I can just zip around okay. in different places. Um, I'm aware I've picked lots of hypotheticals. You have, yeah. Yeah, I'm well, almost I mean, like to be planning fair. my own adventure. Um, <laughs> but you could head in the direction of a star and then come across a different solar system and yeah. some planets from there. And That's true. If you could touch down some of the planets, you could, you could go exploring. I think that would be really, really fun. That would be cool, yeah. Um, but then... I don't. I wouldn't know what it was, so I would still be lost. But I you would just would... be lost further in space, wouldn't you? Yeah. Rather than, and also at some point, I don't want to burst your bubble of exploration, but I'm going to. Um, at some point, your sort of kit and your rations and such are going to run out. How are you going to handle that? What's your What's your approach to survival long term? Well, this is where all the uh, exploring comes in. So yeah. I, I'd need to find a uh, a planet or somewhere I could touch down and try and find something to eat, which right, is going to yeah. be it's going to be a bit of a. It's gonna, yeah. What do you eat in space? Because it's normally like dehydrated stuff, isn't it? It is. Yes, yeah. so it's like uh, it's like dehydrated. I've, you, you had like the astronaut food that they used. To I've sell. never had it, but I've seen. I've seen. They used to sell it in like the gadget shop. Apparently, yeah. it's like actual astronaut foods. Nothing like. No, that, it's probably pot noodles, isn't it? That kind <laughs> of. They, the equivalent, um, but. Uh, uh, tortilla wraps quite okay. a lot because yeah. they don't make, have crumbs. Oh, so if they course. won't have a sandwich. Have yeah, a tortilla the crumbs wrap. Get everywhere. Yeah, yeah, no crumbs. That's genius. Um, so, uh, yeah, you need to find find somewhere to explore. Uh, yeah. I've been playing a lot of the game Subnautica. Yes, recently. you did mention that actually. So, in that situation, uh, in the game. The guy crashes on the planet and he has to like find all the things to to build tools to to rescue himself and to to keep himself alive and to eat. So he's got to like get all the fish and eat all those and okay. uh, filter the water and drink all that. So I need to figure out something a system like that. Yeah, I'm guessing um, you're not using the bum technique. Not for using. Well, it depends on the water <laughs> and how thirsty <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh yes. So another True. top tip: if you're lost, <laughs> lost in space on a <laughs> yeah. on a water planet, here we go. <laughs> you bum up a drink. <laughs> Someone's got a new catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Coming into episode the series two yeah. strong. Higgins got a strong um, catchphrase there. But I, yeah, I think the the chances for for exploration, yeah, um, they they all just sound really really exciting, and really yeah. really fun. You've got to have a lot of things going your way. You have got a lot of luck you need, I think, for this. But with if if you're in a spaceship that could travel faster than the speed of light and you could get to certain places, um, then, you know, the universe is yours. It's yours for the yeah, taking. Yeah, absolutely. You're effectively like your own little Doctor Who, really. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. Would you go? Would you go searching for like other life forms to kind of answer that ultimate question of is there life out there or would you try and get back home well i think if i found a life form already out there i go oh well, well <laughs> question answered <laughs> yeah. um i think i try and get back home after a certain amount of time you wouldn't be lost either i don't think if because Oh, this yeah. purple planet's next to the yellow one. Yeah, you'd start to yeah. recognise things. I you suppose. could sort of like plan out your own little 
it almost becomes a bit like a gap year, really, yeah. that you're having Higgins just in space rather yeah. than sort of touring. It's it's going to be like walking around a new t- like town or something. Like the first time I went to Stroud, I had no idea where anything was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, that's where the, the yeah. um, co-op is. I mean, famously, they do say space is a lot like Stroud, so you might be you might be all right there. Strange life forms there as well. <laughs> Another place for the list of <laughs> places you've insulted. <laughs> Series two, carrying on from <laughs> series one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I think that would be really fun. Yeah, and I don't think yeah after a certain while you you get to say you're not lost. Yeah, that's true. Um, but then I think you'd you'd kind of miss the companionship because assuming yeah. that you'd be lost, you'd be lost on your own. I'm assuming so. Yeah. Um, so that would be tricky. So I'd have to make a robot or something. Yeah. Or I don't know. I get I get annoyed with we don't have one, um, but I'd, I'd get annoyed with like a, a like a voice assistant kind of thing. Oh, I know yeah. lots of people like them. No, I'm not a fan. Not I'm not a fan. Not for me. No, I don't I like them. I couldn't be having a conversation with Siri all no. day, or uh, of a Google Home yeah. person, whoever that is. Or Cortana. Cortana. I had Cortana on my phone, and um, yeah. I won't say what I said to her, but you can imagine. And she uninstalled herself from my phone. <laughs> it takes up a heck of a lot of space as well, like um, gigabyte-wise. I was amazed. Wow. Yeah, mate. I'd have to have like a, my own like robot. Would I'd you have, have some kind one. of communication, like some kind of like captain's log almost? Would you have that kind of some yes. way of communicating? Yeah. Like, so, would you attempt to speak to kind of ground control? Yeah, I, th- I think if in I some, can some way. Try and get a message out there. That would be, yeah, priority number one, or maybe like number three or four. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. After like food and water. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be it'd be tricky. So uh, that's a space. Yeah, that's where I'd like to to get to. Nice. I think you've argued that well. I think you've argued that really well. I don't want to concede, but I think you have. Well, we it's the. I think we're we're gonna have to go in strong with the, the old coin flip. I think we are. Yeah. Have you got one on you? I I do not. I might have one. Bear with me. I'll get. So we're gonna go for the coin toss. Yeah. So it's uh sen- sensible, rational could could almost happen. Yeah. Versus complete make believe. <laughs> That's <laughs> very much how I describe fantasy. us, mate. Right. Heads or tails. Uh, I'm gonna go tails. It is Tails. Oh, thank you. So, over to our mystery guest to find out what that has done to the scores. Hello, it's Josh again from Star Radio. At the end of that episode, it's 23 points to Nathan and Jack lost in space with his pitiful 18. We already know you're one one point further than you you were. At the yeah, start of the episode. interestingly, that wasn't reflected by our mystery guest, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for, the for getting guest. involved. If you would like to be our mystery guest and would like to read out the scores, keep us in line. Tell us who's who's in in the lead. Yes. Uh, then you can do so 
by getting in touch with us um, and sending us a voice message or sending us uh, a little message to say, hey, I want to record to the following places. Yes, you can send them to our Twitter at DSH Podcast, our Facebook page, I, I suppose, as well, Duck Sized Horses, or email them to us at ducksizedhorsespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, record yourself reading those very things that Nathan has. You can indeed, yeah. So that's like the new competitions for... The, as we, as Higgins has said, and we've both sort of said, we're caught, kind of classing this as a bit like series two, a sort of a reboot. Um, and we had previously the competition of sending us in a picture of a duck or a horse or something duck or horse related. Um, but we're kind of leaning away from that. Don't feel that you have to stop. We'd still love to see them, wouldn't we? We'd still love. Oh, absolutely! Still, please do send them in. Um, but the new competition is um, if you, as Higgins said as well. Um, if you want to record yourself reading our contact details, our social media contact details, which I'll give in a sec. Um, so if you record yourself and then send them in to us and then we can, I say we, I will very much let Jack do this because he's very <laughs> much the tech, tech-minded one of the ensemble. <laughs> um, he will then splice it in so you could be on an episode with us reading out our socials. That's it. We really, really want to hear from and you. And that would be awesome. It would uh, be we really, really cool. want to find out from you what, what the scores are, yep. and it's basically, in a nutshell, just saving us a job. Basically, it, yeah, it's just basically <laughs> making it a little bit less for us to do. <laughs> now, we do want you to be involved, so just a reminder um, of what I want to do, because that was a bit rambly. Send us a recording of you reading out our contact details um, of our various social networks. So our Twitter is at DSH Podcast, our Facebook page is Duck Sized Horses, and our email address is ducksizedhorsespodcast at gmail.com so record yourself reading that out beautifully do it however you want you could sing it you could turn it into a poem whatever you fancy send it into us and then we will send you a signed rubber duck and who's it signed by jack it's signed by me and me you there can you go also as an extra little thing you can there's a little link on the the episode for this if you if you're listening on spotify or stitcher yeah. or wherever you get your podcast there's yeah. a little link in the show description and if you click on that it will take you through to a to a special website where you can record yourself straight there and it'll come straight to us there you go it's pretty much that as easy. easy as that yeah um so thank you very very much absolutely for for taking the time to, to listen to us and welcome back to series two yes we're ready we're ready Right, um, I'm just going to pop my bum outside and have a... Yeah, little... Jack's off for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> See you next See time. See you later. This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more.